a Keep Productive production. Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. Interviews with professionals about how they use apps, software, habits, and routines every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco again, and welcome back to another episode. It's episode 33 of this brand new sort of weekly segments. Uh, it's, so it's actually been really fun, I'd say, the last few weeks doing it. Um, and this week, nonetheless. But next week, I'm actually super duper excited because we're actually bringing on someone that I've admired for quite a while. And you'll probably notice in the interview, I'm like really nervous. Um, it's because it's Thomas Frank. I followed his channel, uh, College Info Geek, for a fair while now, maybe since 2014 or 13, something like this. And they were a massive inspiration to kicking off, I guess, Keep Productive in the sense that it is today. So a big thank you uh, for him taking his time up. It was really good to have him. Um, but it, it's just awesome, like, talking to someone that you've spoken to for so long. So you'll probably notice I'm a little bit nervous. He's on the podcast next week. He's also on the YouTube channel discussing how he uses his Notion account. And um, I feel like that's sort of like an exclusive. Um, so he'll be on, which is very, very exciting. So today's podcast, I wanted to talk about three things like we do normally. The first is Slack Frontiers. I'm back from it, uh, from London. I wanted to give you a bit of a lowdown on what I sort of took away, I guess. Um, I want to talk about uh, my limited, not limited time, my little chat, my 20-minute chat with the Evernote CEO. And and I guess what I took from it, um, there wasn't any discussion of like details and stuff. So I won't be revealing the features, but I'll talk about uh, where he's heading at the moment, I guess, with his ideas, um, and hopefully that's fine with the team <laughs> to share that. And also talking about Coda Automation and two of the new features that Coda have released, which are quite exciting. So let's start with Slack Frontiers. Um, now, I did, I remember seeing about a year ago, Slack did an event, and I was like, wow, this one looks cool. It's called Frontiers. Um, so maybe a month or two ago, I booked it on a whim, and I was like, Actually, I do really want to go up and learn because that's something I've neglected on the channel, talking a lot about Slack. We use Twist with the Keep Productive team and we find it really valuable. But Slack, nonetheless, nonetheless, or no doubt, no doubt is a brilliant uh, resource for teams to communicate. Um, I remember finding it back in 2013. Um, It must be like November time. And I remember when Stuart Butterfield was on stage and he was saying when Slack was founded, I was like, it was really close. I actually got on the boat quite early. So I guess I have a little place in my heart for it. Um, same with some app like Evernote and, and Todoist as well, because I've been with them so long. So Slack Frontiers was great. Um, it was based up in London, um, in a place called Printworks, which took a little bit of time and navigating through London underground to get to. But it was well worth it because it was kitted out really well. So uh, the event was really focused on helping people to grasp how to implement Slack. um, But from a sort of intermediate level versus a beginner level. Uh, It was quite exciting because I met so many really interesting people. Uh, I bumped into uh, Joel who we met in Barcelona the first time at the Trello event. But me and Joel have been sort of communicating online for ages. Um, and uh, it was really good to see him again. Um, But yeah, the event was really well put together. Uh, The food was fantastic. (laughs) Um, 
a sucker for brownies or anything that they'll give out. They had cookies, lovely evening meals, um, or like these takeaway stuff, which was really good fun. Um, but the actual talks were really interesting. So one of my favourite talks was um, with Lindsay McGregor. I think I'm saying McGregor right. Um, and she spoke a little bit about something called Tomo, which was quite interesting. So I thought I'd bump into her, ask her whether she'd like to come on the podcast, because it was quite interesting the way she was talking about it. So Tomo is like total motivation for teams, and she talked about these sort of principles and factors on how to move the needle with that, and how to uh, a team member, it, for example, if you know a colleague or someone, can... Uh, rank their own Tomo, which was quite interesting, so that they can basically get an idea of where they are feeling in a company uh, in terms of the factors that influence them. So it was a, it was a really interesting talk, um, and uh, it, I think it should be available. Uh, it's actually part of Google Talks if you're interested. I'll try and include that in the link in the description. So yeah, I will probably be getting her on. Um, and also, um, Stuart Butterfield's talks were generally interesting. As a founder, I think Slack are heading much towards that automation space. There are so many bots um, that were there in terms of the bot companies that connect up um, applications inside of Slack. So they were showing like demonstrations of people opening their Slack and solely doing like jobs like for example onboarding a team member just using slack um so for example they would communicate with a hr tool and only through slack so they never had to open hr tool and then to email the payroll and it was very interesting the way that bots connect with slack to basically automate how a company works so that's going to be an interesting space i'm definitely going to be doing more tutorials on it um, so that's a huge takeaway. I also bumped into uh, a subscriber who followed follows here on the Keep Productive, uh, Kushal. Uh, I believe that's the pronunciation. Uh, it was great to meet him. Uh, we talked a little bit about um, Notion and how he's using it now. Um, and he has a huge interest in, in Slack in general. So it was good to bump into uh, one of you guys. So it was perfect. Um, but yeah, the whole event went really well, um, and I was back pretty much Wednesday, very late, um, and I was very, very tired, but it was a good event. I've got some like sort of takeaways from it, I've got some lovely socks, <laughs> I've got a lovely channels um, book, which was fantastic, like a magazine-style thing, which is a fantastic read about how work is progressing in with AI, so it was very interesting. So in terms of when I got back, uh, I then rolled into Friday, Friday evening. Um, I had a little bit of an opportunity to sit down with, when I say sit down, I mean video call on Zoom uh, with the Evernote uh, CEO, the new Evernote CEO, Ian Small. Now, without sort of sharing too much information, there's not really too much information to share here. Um, the Evernote team reached out, which is very kind, and said, uh, would you like to chat with Ian? I was of course, that's, that's a great opportunity. Um, and he, all he wanted to do was listen, which, which was really interesting. Um, and I found that really uh, a positive approach for Evernote. So for those who don't know, Evernote is, I guess, rounding it off, has been uh, struggling, uh, quote unquote, uh, the last few months with um, a changeover in team, also with people using their personal experience because they focus so much on their business experience. They have a new CEO replacement from Chris O'Neill um, as of three or four weeks ago now. Um, so Ian, Ian it seems like a brilliant chap for the job, uh, really nice guy. Um, and I think the conversation was really interesting in terms of he is listening at the moment. He's listening to all the premium users, all of the business users, all of the 
influencers in the space, like uh, the people who do tutorials on YouTube that have communities that support Evernote users, uh, Evernote community leaders, pretty much every stakeholder in Evernote, so that he can get this picture of what it is currently like. And what I quite liked um, about our conversation is that um, Ian was adamant that he didn't want to focus too much on the past, but he also wanted to make sure that he didn't make the same mistakes again in terms of the Evernote's future. And he kept re-emphasizing that he wants to rekindle the love that many people have with Evernote. Because, like, for me, um, big uh, user of Evernote at the start, I still use it, as, but more of as a legacy tool. Um, massive fan of it because, it, you know, it, it produced brilliant quality software. And they, I guess, have sort of not focused on the product as much in the last two or three years. So it was a very interesting conversation with him. Uh, I do look forward to the next few months. I don't doubt there's going to be anything for the next till about January. So just keep an eye out that. So to round things off, let's talk a little bit about Coda. Coda is really flying at the moment. They released two major things uh, this last week that I would say really move the needle in its challenging of Notion and Evernote. Um, so Coda is basically an application that connects with your Google account, allows you to create documents, but the documents are interactive. So you could create tables, spreadsheets, um, calendar view. Uh, it's pretty much like a workspace, very similar to Notion, but combines more of a document experience. So this was quite an interesting move. I'd say the last uh, week or so, they released two things. They released firstly a layout experience, allowing you to create essentially your own layouts inside of Coda. What was interesting was that these layouts were almost like you were developing a website to some extent, providing you with this sort of framework that you could create. So it's quite a nice addition, um, something that I think will help creating your own app instead of, uh, it, for many people I think will benefit from it will be managers, storefront holders, um, professionals that are looking to create their own forms and sheets. Like it's very interactive. And the second thing is they released is something called automations, which is essentially Zapier integrations inside of Coda, which is amazing. So one of the examples they showcased was uh, someone that wants to log or a team that wanted to log their um, check-in times and they had buttons for it. And that would automatically, after the day was finished, send an email or weekly email of all of the team's login times uh, or check-in times for work, if that's how your company works. They also did a lot more demonstrations in terms of, for example, if a team member was happy to uh, edit the document, edit a document, and then fin happy to, that they finished the documents, and then to pass over just by going, uh, you know, ready to go on the button, and it automatically Slack messaged uh, one of the team who was up next to edit it. So there's small integrations that's going to be very powerful inside of Coda. So massive changes at Coda, and something that I definitely see challenging Notion, and I definitely see those two going head to head. I'm not sure how much, because Coda's been out for a while, but they've been developing fast recently, how that's going to play out. Honestly, don't know, but I think both of these tools are really interesting. So guys, a little bit of a shorter one today because we will be talking with Thomas Frank next week. I can imagine that'll be a little bit longer. Uh, we do chat about some interesting topics like how he organizes his morning routine, how he coordinates his YouTube work, and also um, how his sort of notion use and uh, other tool use 
uh, goes about during the day. So hopefully that's a really interesting feature. But guys, I really uh, enjoyed coming on today. Uh, let me know in uh, on social media, Twitter, at Francesco D underscore A-L-E-S, or at Keep Productive. What you thought of this episode, was it helpful to get an insight into Evernote and Coda? Please do let me know. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure to have a great day, keep productive, and I'll see you guys very, very soon. Cheers.